Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dove, Justin Richardson. And our guest today is the one and the only Captain Jerkbeard, Tom Lavelle. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working Geek Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so my wife can stop yelling at me for doing this show. All right, Jalen Dub, are you ready? I'm excited. I'm excited as well. I think it's going to be a good one. All right. Well, uh, speaking of excitement, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out our vibe and how we get live. Then do us a solid. I don't remember the first time I met you, Tom, like where or when it was. I just know I remember I, I met you somewhere and I saw the Rocky tattoo on your forearm and the like blueness of it too because my grandfather had a bunch of old blue tattoos i like i was like fuck why didn't i fucking think of that yeah it's brilliant it's beautiful because i always kind of wanted the uh what was the pete remember he had that lady tattoo yeah. on him kind of always wanted one of those kind of silly things yeah <laughs> and i saw it on your forearm and i was like fuck that is brilliant oh thanks wonderfully done yep. just a fucking beautiful beautiful thing hey yo great Perfect. spot great color i was just so proud of it when i saw it i didn't even know you i didn't think we had spoken i was just green with envy mm. yeah i mean it is one of the best ones going for sure i didn't have a tattoo at the time either and i was like oh god damn it yeah yeah how'd i miss that no it really i mean even sly is probably like damn i wish i had that tattoo <laughs> you know but either way uh, let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you a little bit about our guest today Tom, Captain Jerkbeard, Lavelle. So for those of you who might not remember, uh, sometime last year, 2021, uh, Tom had hijacked the show and then ended up buying the rights to the show and then ended up challenging me to a game of Mario Kart, which he lost. And now I own the rights to the show. And then he's been on the show. So all has been forgiven. Um, But yes, he is my older brother. He smells bad and he can't read good. (laughs) um but nope he's my uh he's my best friend and uh you know oh, i've known him for cute. a long time 
and uh, we've been through a lot of shit, and it's pretty great. And we're going to talk about it. So, Tom, can't thank you enough for being on the show. Finally, as a guest, some people never thought it would happen. Uh, but before we get started, I would just like to ask, uh, what movie do you think is better, Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Mm, well, I'm always kind of an original guy, so I usually go with the first of a series so i'm gonna have to go with the godfather part one well your answer is wrong that's the wrong answer and you're a bad brother there's gonna be a lot of wrong answers here what about flats or drumsticks drumsticks no yeah. question experience <laughs> you're a flats guy Take here's your the flats deal and fuck off all right with the flats it's you get the drumstick you get more meat yeah and it's cleaner. cleaner one hand you eat it with one hand that's dun, dun, dun. it and have you seen the lollipops yeah. have you seen the yeah. dude the lollipops are the gimmick lollipops are good lollipops are pretty good also right like if you like if you get a soggy drumstick you can live with it if you get a soggy flat it's a nightmare it's an absolute night justin you have to agree yeah, this isn't a discussion of, of which wing is shittier when prepared poorly. But yes, uh, I do agree with you that a, a soggy, fatty, gross thigh is not delicious. No, it's not. And it's not. I mean, it's just I'll not a little as good bite of as a, big... a stick. I it's am thighs over drum. breasts, though. I will say that. I like yeah. chicken thighs more than I like Dude, chicken, chicken breasts. Chicken breasts is like turkey dry. I'm dark you meat know? all day. I don't even oh, know what you're talking about. Best. Mm. Dark meat is the best. Nice. And then Cheetos, Tom, crunchy or fuck? Crunchy. Obviously. Everyone's crunchy. Yeah. You're the, you and, uh, dude, I could not believe Scott Keating was a puff boy. He was I'm a still, ball boy. Don't, wasn't he a cheese ball? At heart, at heart, I am a ball boy. I'm yeah. a puffy ball boy. You're when the, ball boy. The, when given the question, do you like crunchy or puffed? In my head popped the purple topped Uts. Yes. Bin of cheese balls. I was like, I'm a puff boy. Dude, I love we that. We should make a list of the shit you say wrong. Popeyes, Uts. Uts is the correct German Uts. pronunciation. And I will have to be corrected on these fucking shows. And then library, you also say? Yes, the library, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying. The amount of shit that you say wrong. I have a pretty ethnic looking beard. I can say things wrong. <laughs> it doesn't cover my cheeks and it really hides my nationality quite well. <laughs> Which is what? Exactly. <laughs> Plausible deniability. Yeah. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. Love it. So, all I'm right. Free well man. Tom, thanks for being on the show. Happy we could finally get you on, even though it was a bumpy road to get here and took over, I mean, like, you know, a year and a half to book you. But because you know what? Actually, this is the last week was one year ago when I aired the you coming on and hijacking the show. Really? It was one year ago last yeah. week. About so, yeah. That? And then, yeah, because I, I get like, you know how you get the timeline updates of like, this is what you posted a year ago. Yeah. And it was the Bob Quinn poster because he was the guest on the episode you hijacked. Um, you think when we do this, when you air this show, you can put in that little like 20 second clip? Shake. Kid Salami, what's this up? This guy. This guy. Jesus. Do you hear that? Yeah, turn that off. Jesus Christ. What is that? Dude. What it's gotta is be on that? your end. I don't have Spotify. 
Bob, is that you? Nah. Where the fuck is that coming from? Dude. Where Just is that on. coming from? Hang on. Oh, I'm checking iTunes. Where are the good men gone and where are the gods? There's a street like Hercules to fight the rising Who's soundbar? Who is that? You think you can keep me off this show? You motherfucker! You think you can keep me off this show? What the hell? You son of a bitch! You think you can keep me off this show? You son of a bitch shit! You think you can keep me off this show? This is my oh, show! Yeah. Dude! You son of a bitch! I'm this show needs a hero! Colin and here I am! I got off the phone with Cheryl! You I'll tell are. you. What the fuck? You're violating everything right now, you There's son of a bitch! There's nothing to be violated! You son of a bitch! I'm on the show! You're not on the show! This here is I not am! On the show. This here is not I am! You're not on the show! This is not the show! Shake! Hey Thomas shake, Michael! <laughs> shake, What's up, buddy? You bastard shake! You traitorous bastard! What are you talking here about? Here I am! Bitch! You and son this of a is bitch! Matt, I, I'm gonna mute you! Don't make me mute you! I'm you trying to turn this down! Show. You can't- You're muted! You hear that? I'm trying You're to turn muted. him off! I'm muted! I'm on- Muted again! Matt, I'm trying to turn muted him off! Muted again! And again! I'll mute yeah. you all night! I'll mute you all night! This is my show now! Jesus Christmas. You now you calm down! No! You know who I am! You know who I am! But you don't know why I'm here. I don't- The reason I'm here is to tell everyone why I've not been allowed on this show. And you know why. Because this whole show was my idea. You stole my idea, you stole the show, and you want it to be your own. So I'm here to offer you a challenge. This whole show is mine. See that working perspectives? I bought the rights to that. I own this. I own this show. So the challenge is for the rights to this show. If I win, I'll tell you what you do with the show. If you win, I'll give you the rights to the show. And I'll pay for it. What's the challenge? A live stream. On Twitch. A match. Mario Kart. Who's the best? Jesus Christmas. You think you can keep me off this show? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was... I, do you know how many people contacted me that day? People don't know this. A little background on this is that Tom hijacked the show in January, right? And we sat on that till May is when I aired it, right? And Shake was still there. That was with Shake. And we were recording on Zencaster. Which oh, we recorded all audio at the time. Oh, I was awful. And yeah, it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. But it, you know, it worked out eventually. It, uh, it turned, sorry, I just found this out the other day. I, I have, I've, you know me, I haven't seen the old episodes with Shake. I just haven't. I wasn't there for them. I didn't see him. But yeah. I found out that I have met Shake previously. And yeah. I, he used to live with my brother. Yeah. I used to, when my brother would work and bartend all night, I would go out in town, get drunk, and then stumble into his house. And I would play his piano, drunk at two, 12, 1. And Jake would be fucking furious. 
<laughs> and I right. never knew that that was the same guy until like four days ago. Really? Yeah. Cause uh, I met Tom Bowers and he had the working perspective hoodie on. I was like, oh, you mean, you? you mean Dave Bowers or Dave Bowers? I apologize. Yeah. No, and yeah. he had the hoodie on. I was like, are you shake? And he's like, no. And Brad was like, no, it's the <laughs> other kid who lived at the house. I was like, oh, the kid who yelled at me all the time. And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. That's where I met your brother. Originally. He was hanging out with shake. Yeah. I knew I'd met your brother. They lived at some together. Point, he like lived in the, else. Yeah. they lived in Allen. Old Alan's grandmom's old house. He lives that in the roses. I yeah, remember. You can get lost in the roses up there. Yeah. Oh yeah, in the attic, dude. Yeah. Do you know how many? I mean, dude, I spent so much time in because that's where Box Grandma, Box Grandma lived. It was. I was there all the time. Floor yeah. to ceiling covered in rose petaled wallpaper. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The attic. Yeah. That was. The I mean, dude. Room. The weirdest thing is the, the bathroom door looked like a detective store from the 1920s. It had like that, the glass that you yeah, couldn't. You can't see through. You can't but see you can through. See light you through. could see a silhouette. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell? You know what I mean? I was like, this is dumb. But no, it was, dude, it was cool. I mean, yeah, no. Uh, Shake, nothing to do. I, I love Shake. Love him to death. He honestly, without him, this wouldn't have gotten off the ground. He like he researched how to build it and we got the formula going together. And it was more really him that did it. And he did all the early editing and stuff and, and production and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, no, he's great, dude. You should listen to, I mean, we'll go li- back. Listen, you should listen to Burns episode, his one, because that was like, that was the one like, because we had recorded a show uh, initially, and the audio got corrupted. Um, And I was like, shit, does that mean this isn't meant to be? And then the second recording we did was with Burn. And I was like, this show is gonna fucking go. Like I knew like after that episode, I was like, we got some. And then we recorded one with Shake's wife, and then Jay Bowers and, and Pete. And, you know, Nick Gill and like, we just like, you know, then we've recorded, I think uh, there's only been, no, we've recorded every week since then. So yeah, it's been, uh, you know, it is. but uh, <laughs> knock on wood, we keep recording and I don't fucking do something where we can't record. So there you go. But no, he, uh, yeah, now I just jinxed us. Oh, sorry guys, show's over, <laughs> just jinxed us. But no, he, um, yeah, no, Shake's a great dude. It was Shake and then Shake was there from November because we started recording in November and then till April is when he told me he had to leave. So he had, he said, I'll give you all of April. So his last recording was the end of April. And then I had to like start editing, producing and all of that, you know, by myself. And then Pete came on, which was great. And then Pete did a, he was a, you know, a double banger like UJ Dub. Then he had to leave. And then Justin, dude, you came in like what, seven months ago, eight months ago. Well, no, think about it. You came in in September. Is that what it was? August or September. God, so you're coming up on a year soon too. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun. Man, so long ago. God, it feels like forever. So much has happened since so much. You know. Now we Tom's had... back allowed on the show. Tom's allowed on the oh, show. Oh, I'm on the show tonight. You're yeah. yeah, you're allowed on. Oh, I thought we were just reviewing we're just all talking. your old episodes. <laughs> oh, okay. This is how we got here. You know? Yeah. So all right. So now that we've <laughs> no, gone no, over... keep going. What happened then? No, what happened now, next? Now that this we've is... gone, now that we've reminisced about the uh the lifespan of the WorkSpecs podcast, I do want to talk about something uh for those watching on youtube at working perspectives podcast you'll see that tom's background says the tom lavelle show so tom is in the process of launching and producing a new show called the tom lavelle show uh there's episodes available now on youtube i've listened to all of them they're great 
I'm a subscriber. Fantastic show. Uh, but Tom, what's going on with this show? What was the inspiration for starting this show? And then what kind of uh, what kind of hijinks are you getting up to on the show? Well, it's kind of evolving, but uh, I would say that it's just it's almost like like a personal journal or something. And these yeah. things like pop into my head. And I kind of discuss them by by myself and and talk to myself and laugh at myself for doing stupid stuff. But it it ends up being pretty funny. So yeah. available on YouTube, TikTok at the Tom Lavelle Show, and on all uh, podcast platform by the time nice. this air. So uh, you can follow me on all that stuff if you are interested. Um, usually about a half hour show, and I talk about you know current events. Um, and just stuff pops in my head. So yeah. I've covered everything from, uh, you know, um, basketball shoes to Lent to mom taking mushrooms to, you know, um, my new diet and uh, everything in between. I review movies and stuff like that. So, you know, they're just supposed to be for, for little clips for everyone to check out and uh, hopefully find funny and, uh, you know, maybe uh, spend a little time on it. No, there, I'm so, I'm so. yeah, no, it's a funny, it's, it's funny. You start like, I like how you always started off with a good tune and then you t give some history there, which is cool. And then you get into like some different stuff you talk about. There was one you talked about where you brought up, when is it okay to hit a woman? Do you remember that story? Yeah. Yes. Uh, can, so first off, I want to say there'll be a link to your show in the description of this episode. So everyone click the link, check it out, subscribe, follow. It's a really good follow and the link to the TikTok as well. But do you remember that story you told about Yeah, the, Yeah. Go I ahead. was working at the bar and um, this lady uh, came in and she walked in and, you know, when I told the story on the show, it had just kind of happened. So it was really fresh in my memory. But she walked in and I had like a full bar and immediately I was like, this lady's kind of strange. And she walks in, she starts talking to this guy. And I assumed by the way she went up to him that she knew him. She talked to him like they knew each other. Like she came in looking for him basically and so then she kind of goes away from him and is now then talking to someone else and i said hmm so i went up to that guy and i said do you know that lady and he's like no i've never seen her before in my life i was like all right and so then i go over to the lady and she's now in like a certain gap i'm like hey can i get you something to drink she goes what can i get for three dollars <laughs> or something like that i was like uh you know you can get a uh, rolling rock if you want a rolling rock draft you can have one of those nice. all right i'll take a rolling rock. so i get to her and i notice most of her teeth are now missing so i'm like mm, okay yeah. this yeah. is odd and it's i standard. wouldn't say she was like super unattractive until i started to notice all those signs like she wasn't like immediately walk in super ugly lady but i could yeah. tell that you know life had taken its toll yeah so yeah. uh she's there and she's kind of like bebopping around to people and next thing you know, I look over and she's at a table with a young girl. A family was in there. And I think the mother had gone to the bathroom and oh. this lady went over. It was now sitting with a 10 year old girl and like Ooh. talking to her. So I'm like, whoa, what's going on? So I walk, walk over and I'm like, hey, like, can I talk to you for a second? And she's like, what? What? You know, it's fine. She's such a sweetheart. I want to be. I'm like, hey, hey just come here. I want to talk to you for a second. I'm like, Hey, what's, first of all, my name's Tom. What's your name? She goes, I'm not on drugs. Well, I go, okay. Very deceptive. <laughs> You're like, on yeah, drugs. I, yeah. A hundred. No, I knew that for yeah. sure. You didn't even have to say that. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I believe you. <laughs> that's what I say. Every time I get pulled over, they're like license and registration. I go yeah. for the record. 
<laughs> I know you were what wondering. Do you know why I pulled you over? I'm not, I'm not on, on drugs. drugs. <laughs> um, I tell you that much right now. So I said, look, my name's Tom. What did you? And she goes, they call me Sugar. And I'm like, all right, Sugar. I'm like, hey, just stay away from the young girl. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, don't go near a 10-year-old, Sugar. Yeah. I was like, she's young. She's like, why? The mother's a sweetheart. Everyone's a sweetheart. It's fine. But I'm like, just do me a favor. I was like, you can go back to the bar. There's plenty of adults there. Just yeah. go over there and stay at the bar. Leave the girl alone. So she starts like kind of freaking out at me and like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, blah, blah, blah. And um, she leaves. And next thing she knows, as she's leaving, someone says, she goes, he's done or something like that. He's done or something. She says, he's like, whoa, she just said you're done. So I'm like, all right. Next thing you know, there's people outside. They come inside. They're like, yo, this lady just drove off. She's waving a gun outside the window of her car. She's like freaking out. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, is she like, was it really a gun? Like, I didn't know if they maybe saw it wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, was it a yeah. cell phone or something yeah. like that? So then I'm at the bar, the phone ring, and she goes, is a bartender, I've never been treated so poorly in my life. I've got 150,000 followers on Facebook. You are done. You're done. I've got, I'm have putting a post up about you. Everyone's going to do it. And I'm like, all right, sure. Like, whatever. All right, I'll see you later. And so she hangs up the phone. Next thing you know, a guy comes in. The phone is like, yo, did you see that lady just go through the red light waving a gun out the window? I was like, no, I did not. And so then... A guy from the gas station, this guy we call Scratchy, who does like all these like scratch offs, comes in. He's like, Yo, I was just at the gas station and uh, this lady came in. She's waving a gun. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, What the fuck is happening? So now the phone rings again and it's her. And I'm like, Hello? You know? And so she's like, I think it was like an accidental call. And so yeah. now I'm like looking out the windows for this car to come back. And so I called the owner. I'm like, yo, dude, this is what's going on. And so I was like, we got to go on Facebook and see if she wrote a review about me. <laughs> <laughs> so she, I went on, we found her on Facebook. First of all, I have her number. Sugar? She, no, I forget her real name. But so she, we had her number because she called the bar twice. Um, she had, we had her Facebook information, like on the thing. She had like, she had like 37 friends or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that. I thought she had 1,500 followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, like 150,000. Yeah, and it was like something like, she might have even said 2 million. I forget. It was a while (laughs) ago. But so now, you know, I'm like looking outside, like, when is this? So I'm like, dude, like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm like holding the, we have like a little bat. I'm like, if that fucking lady comes, if she starts to come into this door, I'm laying her the fuck out, dude. I'm not fucking around with a gun. Like, I'm going to kill this lady. And so that's when the question was posed is, when is okay to hit a woman? Because I I like, and like, she was like 60, I would say. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to like. You dirty blonde hair. I just said to her, I'm like, am I really about to kill a six-year-old woman? You know, like, what is (laughs) happening right now? So. That was like, that was a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Did did she have, did she have dirty blonde hair? I think she had brown hair. Why, why did you ask that? Because a former guest of the show, Mickey's mom was a prostitute named Sugar and is still alive and still running around doing wild shit. Is she, would she ever be in the, in the Roxborough area? I know she she lives in South Philly. 150,000 followers. (laughs) Does she lives in South Philly? Well, yeah, you like, know, do you, you remember her? 
Do you remember? I'll cut it, Tom. Do you remember her real name? I don't. Damn. So, I mean, yeah, if that bitch was coming in trying to shoot me, I would fuck her up. That's okay to hit. She's, I mean, is she technically considered a woman or, you know, is she just sugar? Like, what the fuck? But is that the kind of shit we'd be expecting to hear on the old Tammy Lavelle show? Or Tom, I, oh, Tom Lavelle show, not Tommy. Tom Lavelle show. Yeah, that's the type of stuff that I'm going to be, you know, talking about on a regular basis. Um, and like different funny stories, maybe some different, you know, hot takes on uh, on certain things and uh, reviews. So, you know, um, I've always been told I'm kind of a funny guy. So I just started uh, doing it. And I actually and I, I, I enjoy doing it. You know, one day I just was kind of sitting there and I just said, you know what, let me try this. And I liked it. So, you know, I think um, by the time this airs, I'll probably have like 14 or 15 episodes. And uh, how often is the show post? Once a week. I put out an episode once a week and then I put stuff out as often as I can on uh, TikTok. I love doing the TikTok ones or short little little clips. And uh, I kind of can take what I think is the best stuff from uh, the 30 minutes and shorten it onto a little a little TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. No, nah, dude, it's, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy it. I look forward to all the episodes. It's fun. it's fun, too. Also, I mean, I'll tell you this, and I hate to say it on air, but the number one deterrent up for this show is the length, right? Is the length of this show, which is number one deterrent. Some, but also, it's like a big thing people like, because they like listening, and it takes up their day. But for yours, they're like, what, half hour at the most? Yeah, yeah. usually around yeah. a half hour. That's Quick. about where my attention span is. Yeah. I like yeah, my attention span is basically the TikTok clip, and that's yeah. about it. <laughs> so yeah. I got about you got about if it's good, you got about three minutes. It's but besides too. that, you got about thirty seconds. Facebook just started a new thing called Facebook Reel, and right there, like on on Instagram, the reels are a minute, but on Facebook, they're thirty seconds. So they're even capitalizing more on like it's got to be quick and get it in. Even a minute's becoming mm. like I don't even post a three minute video anymore on TikTok. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. How crazy is that? The longest I'll do is a minute. You know, so it's crazy though. But on Twitter, you can you do started doing the. Whole the- thing. Have you seen the trailer before trailers they do for movies now? Mm-hmm. There's like a 10 second, like, yeah. here's all the shit you're going to see in the next two minutes. Like, yeah. stay tuned. I'm like, what, what do you think? I'm a fucking goldfish. You know what? Yeah. I like love the fucking trailer. I like going to the movies because I put my phone away. Yeah. When I'm at home, I'm on my phone and I'm watching the shit and I'm basically like catching little parts, but I'm on my phone. You know what I mean? Where I'm at the movie, my phone's away and I pay attention to the movie. You know what I'm saying? So like, Mm -hmm. I enjoy going to the theater for, you know, partially for that reason. That's a good, yeah. I never considered that. Yeah. Oh dude. I like, I notice it now. Like I hate to like, I hate that like a lot of the time, like I try to post and ghost with all our stuff. And it's just, I hate like, like, I just hate that it takes so like, it takes me like almost like to get everything posted out, like on all the different shit I have to post on. It takes like half an hour, if not longer. Right. And it's just the same video that I'm posting in like 10 different places. Right. But it takes forever just to upload and type and send and blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's like, 
I don't know. It does take away, like, especially if I'm like with my kid or something like that, you know, like I do notice, like, it just sucks how much you're on your phone and like, you know, it does take away from shit. I know for, I know this, that we had like a thing a couple months ago for my daughter where it was the, uh, like, uh, I hired a videographer because uh, otherwise someone has to be delegated to filming it. Right. And it's like, who the fuck wants to like, you want to enjoy the moment. You know what I mean? You never get to enjoy the moment anymore because you always got to film it. So it's like, you know what I mean? I hired a videographer and it worked out pretty well. But yeah, nice. So, all right. Well, Tom, what else were you looking forward to with the old Tom Lavelle show? What day and time does it air? Um, I usually uh, release the episodes Monday morning. Nice. I not really have a time. I just, you know, before I go to work. So I go to work by, I got to be there by 11. So I would say usually before 11 on a Monday. Nice. Monday mornings before 11. Cool. Nice little half hour gimmick on YouTube and all podcasts platforms and like you said there'll be a link in the description of this episode so check it out it will be good so very cool all right well uh anything else you want to talk about the old tom lavelle show no just uh you know if you're interested give it a give it a little check it out i appreciate you letting me uh promote on this show no problem we'll talk more about it later nice so okay let's keep it moving then um uh so like i said tom here is my older brother he was born in fort bragg uh and grew up in simi valley and lansdale pa land of the free home of the brave what state is fort bragg is that in north carolina north carolina so yeah our dad, yeah my dad was in the military at the time when tom was born so he was born in fort bragg and then we moved to california you lit you were there till you were nine when we left right right it, we left on your ninth birthday didn't we uh, I, think last it was the, I think it was the day after yeah we had a big rager party tom had it might have been two days after tom had a massive party for his ninth birthday everybody was there and he had a super soaker 200 was mm. his birthday present and it was a motherfucking killer like dude That's it was nice. red with one? the yellow gimmicks bro the super soaker 200 was a Beast. Is that the one with the strap? I For some reason, I thought it was a 2000. No, I could be wrong. No, because it went 50,000. Yeah, the thousand didn't come in because the later. 50 was that yellow boy. And that yeah, was the little so the 100 was a one barrel, the 200 yeah. had the, the ball, barrel. right? Uh, uh, I think it was just a double one. barrel. I had an 85 too, which is a triple nozzle. It was a good gun. It was a good, it was a good soaker. It was a good soaker. Mm. Yeah. The old super soaker. Super soakers, dude, I'll tell you, it sucked like nerf guns and super soakers back in the day. You got like 10 good, 10 good ones out of it. And then it started to, you know, something Uh-oh. started to break and, you know, not do as good. But super left, soakers were the gimmick. I left Black House inside of my super soaker 50 and ruined it. But <laughs> wow. how, how old were you? We were like 14 at the time. Uh, one of, <laughs> fr- fr- friend of the show, one of the wrestlers, you know, big fan of Black House. Wouldn't like fucking stop like shutting the fuck up about it when we were black very young yeah oh, it's disgusting gross so either way uh so you what do you remember about california because i left when we were seven and i really don't remember um a lot. what do i remember about california uh what's well, the age difference between you two 18 months 18 to months. the day oh look at you irish twins almost yeah how about it so I remember uh, about California. Um, you know, it was you, you're just young and you're growing up. I remember it was like it was cool. Um, uh, it was warm. I don't know. We lived down the street from a, a donut shop, which was pretty cool. Um, what else do I remember? Disneyland. We would go to uh, Disneyland. We went to Disneyland all the time. 
For real? And, uh, How far I away mean, do you not, from Disneyland? Knott's Berry Farm. Also, we were like half hour from Disneyland. Yeah, like closer than Donny Park, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. You could almost see the closer. Magic Kingdom from your house. D- you went to the grocery store, no. you get close to it. Disneyland was in Orange County, I believe. And we were in, I think, Simi Valley's in Ventura County. Ventura uh, County. So it's really kind of close. Yeah, but the, it's close. But there's like in Simi Valley, apparently, there's like, you know, two mountains that block it off. And there's really only one road in. So it can be kind of, you know, kind of a biatch to get out, I guess. But I think it was like half hour or something to get there. Nothing crazy. That Universal Studios, Knott's Berry Farm. Bro, there used to be, dude, when, when we lived there, we used to go to this place. It was called Our Ranch in the Mountains, right? That was the name of it. Our Ranch in the Mountains. Like right? R, capital R, yeah. Ranch. Yeah, so they'd be like, where so you'd rent going like to a our tra- ranch. trailer. Yeah, yeah, we'd rent a trailer, right? And we'd go up to our ranch, dude. And like they'd have like horseback riding and like you'd <laughs> Matt we, got like, kicked by a horse. <laughs> I got kicked by a horse. Yeah. The horse's name was Miss Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> it got kicked right in the foot. Dude, I was like six or seven years old, but I fucking like I was upset. I love I still love horses, but I was like obsessed with being a cowboy. Matt wanted to be a cowboy so fucking bad. <laughs> the most. Yeah. Because, dude, we watched John Wayne movies all the yeah. time. I fucking loved it. And we I would lo- go, that was the thing. The parks were a lot cooler in California. The parks yeah. were like a lot cooler. Like, there was a ton of like rocks. Like, so there was a lot oh. more like hiking and rocks, yeah. like, like rock climbing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And uh, so we would always go and like we'd be climbing these rocks. And our dad, for some reason, always had his climbing stuff like at a yeah. young age. Like we were always like like up in this tree. I mean, I'm eight years old and I'm all the way at the top of this fucking huge ass tree. He's yeah. like, just make sure you got three uh, points of contact. Three points of contact. That. I say that to my daughter now and she's two and a half. It's a good move. Do you know <laughs> the three true. points of contact? You got to at least have two feet in one hand or two hands in one foot at all yeah. times. Three points okay. of contact while you're climbing. It makes, yeah. dude, it makes a lot of sense. So, but no, uh, yeah, dude, we it would was, do a lot yeah. of that. Um, you know, we went to school. Our mom was a teacher at the school. She taught eighth grade mm-hmm. and we were in, you know, first through whatever. Fourth I only went to first Natalie grade. Was there. Yeah. She might have been in fifth. Natalie was in fifth and I was in third. That yeah. Was it. Um, I had it was a Catholic a, school also. Yeah, St. Rose of Lima. Of Lima. Of Lima. And, in California? Um, yeah. yeah. I went to St. Rose of Lima in North Wales. Hey. Yeah. And then uh we had uh I remember the basketball team, our games, our basketball court was outside. We yeah. had like an outdoor court. That was like our school court for Dude, like, there was no hallways games. either. There was yeah, no hallways. Was the way open. they built it is that there was like the buildings right and then you would walk outside and go to the classroom that was next door yeah. there was no indoor hallways yeah because yeah. it was never too cold where it was like yeah you know they had the I mean. doors open all the time but it's... we also had earthquake drills too so that was yeah. one of our uh our drills like fire drill earthquake drill and i yeah. think you would just like get in a ball under they your would, desk yeah they'd say like <laughs> a door frame or a table or a desk or something like that i remember yeah. but yeah no it was dude it, yeah there's i do there was like a lot we had of, a pool that was yeah. pretty cool and with a slide and, and a, a hot, hot tub, tub. yeah Ooh. And a diving board. We used to play a game in a tree next to the pool. Tom, you want to tell them a story about the game? (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So, um, as you know, we we, we said previously, we used to watch a lot of uh, cowboy movies. So, um, we watched a lot of cowboy movies. We were young kids. And so, we came up with this game 
where we had a jump rope. We threw the jump rope over the tree, and then the game was you had it around your neck, <laughs> and the other two would pull on the rope, and whoever could hold the longest by their neck would win. And this so, is a brilliant idea. <laughs> when you were done, you would kick your feet. Like, all right, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm kicking my feet. So I think I went, and then Matt went, and then Alex yeah. went. And when me and Matt were bigger than Alex, obviously, when we pulled the rope, <laughs> we <laughs> lifted him the fuck up. So he jumps up, and he starts kicking right away. You know what I mean? And we put him down, and, like, not even knowing that, like, this is a terrible, like, terrible this is a idea. terrible idea. <laughs> like so your we neck's didn't not even think about all your body so we're right. like all right let's go in and get something to drink or something like that we were just like we're still playing right and so we go inside and my mom's like in there and she's like what's going like why are your guys's necks like so <laughs> red and we're like oh well we're playing this game where you throw a rope over a tree and you tie it around your neck and the other two lift you up by your neck and whoever can hold the longest wins <laughs> <laughs> well she kind of freaked out she yeah. freaks out yeah over lose this game it. lose yeah. her mind and uh you know we never played the game again so you know, uh, do you know how much shit like now that i'm a parent and like i get so much shit from my wife for doing stuff but like how much shit do you think dad got for like letting us watch the movies we watch right like i remember getting in trouble in preschool for playing rocky with kids you know what i mean and like doing the boxing thing and like all these like cursing from from john wayne movies and, and well all, that's and part like, of it too our dad i mean we teach our kids not to hit right yeah our dad taught us the opposite he taught us to hit and so it was kind of a weird he's he was a crazy crazy guy man like yeah. he was like you know army guy that liked boxing or whatever and so next thing you know he's like showing us and like i mean i was four years old having boxing matches on our front lawn with this kid yeah. richie and yeah. i was like you know and it was just like it, it was what it was i didn't even think anything yeah. was wrong or different you know what yeah. i mean i'm just like all right yeah i guess uh you know dad oil up my face so i don't get cut so let's get out yeah. there <laughs> you know we were, when i was six we had mouth my, guards in and everything yeah when i was six for my birthday he got me like the full kit like the boxing kit with the gloves and the headgear and like the mouthpiece and everything for a six-year-old and we would have like boy scout meetings and he would have us all box each other in the boy scout meetings and like yeah. uh, like and the other imagine, dads were like that it was like they were fucking, down fucked they up were, like lord of the Ring. Like, i don't even yeah. know like some fucking they were like happy like we club. were doing it you like know? my kid's not a bitch let's go see yeah, it. yeah yeah it's like kinder kindergarten fight club or something well, yeah, like, like it was because i remember because i would have to do it with you guys because i was too big for my like troop you know mm -hmm. and i would have to fight with you guys so it'd be like you and I remember one there was a kid named john and then there was a kid there john was, was bigger yeah john was tall but yeah. then there was uh i knocked charlie. his teeth out yeah there was charlie Cecito, yep. richie vapotapot yep right right anthony, and I would, campo. anthony campo i would have to go i think against richie because he was like i me. fought richie too i think yeah. his dad his dad was from thailand i feel like his dad was like into like you know yeah, yeah cockfighting or whatever yeah. we're doing yeah kids are fighting great this is great you know yeah. let's like these kids need to learn yeah. how to punch each other yeah. in the face <laughs> six years old let's fucking yeah. go yeah but it so, was dude it was like we would be in our on the front yard and we were on like yard. a main street we were <laughs> literally it was called royal avenue and it yeah. was like it was basically a main street and cars are flying by. And if you looked over, you saw five-year-olds boxing in the <laughs> front yard. And we're like, what's going on? Yeah. 
So, but, we, but it wasn't even just like a bunch of haymakers either. He made sure everyone did the same. We all did the same combination. It was four jabs and a right hand. Everyone had this. So it was like, I wonder what this guy's going to throw. There was that. Um, and that was cool. Like we had a, like a little community, uh, going on out there. And, um, I played a lot of sports, you know, a lot of soccer. Uh, I was on like the travel teams for soccer and stuff like that. And like Matt said, after my, the day after my ninth birthday, we, uh, skedaddled. We, uh, we rolled out. It was kind of like quick. It was just like, yeah. Oh yeah, we're moving next month. We're going to back to pennsylvania all right not that they had to like discuss with us what was going yeah. on apparently but one of the funny things yeah. uh when we would go to our ranch one time when we were coming home my dad had to leave early because he had uh work or something like that and it was yeah. like a four-hour drive and this is a four-hour drive in a volvo station wagon yeah that uh didn't really it wasn't a great car like we had right, to pass right. around a handle to roll down the window <laughs> like there was one handle for each oh, like for all the windows so it was like hey i want to put my window down yo. let me get the handle and it was like they'd give me the handle i'd put it in the door roll down the window and like yeah. give mom back the handle it and was, like the water yeah. would like spit out of like yeah the, the, the air conditioner air conditioning. yeah and, my, uh, it was my mom also with four kids and my grandma and my grandma who was like had gout 60 something Ooh. diabetes and yeah. you know all that other She's shit fucking. so we're on our way home and we're driving through the desert and so uh um, hobby the Mojave Desert, and my mom gets a flat tire. And so she gets a flat tire. We're now stranded on the side of the road, and yep. we don't know you know what's going to happen it's the middle of the night we're stranded on the side of the road in the middle of the desert no Four cell kids, phones no nothing. gps and we're nothing. just stuck in this car and in so in the hobby desert and then i think my grandma had to go to the bathroom or something like that. <laughs> i puked i got oh, like yeah. i had a thing where i when i got scared i used to throw up a lot and it was like <laughs> so my mom's got four kids one of them just threw up all over the back seat and then she's grandma's like, shitting on the side of the on the, in the yeah. desert trying grandma. not to get pricked by a cactus or something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah alex she, is like three or four and yeah. like she like is in the car and it looks like she's about to like cry and she's just like sitting there and all alex just goes let's get the hell out of here <laughs> like a three-year-old kid and cursing back then, like we were not allowed to say curse words back then. Like it was like a big deal. So everyone yeah. just kind of left. And luckily this like truck came by and they yeah. saw us and then they got us like some help. And I remember out. she took a towel out and stood yeah. on the side of the road and waved. The was trying towel to like wave them down. To, like, like get help us, down help us, to help you know? us. Yeah. 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 And then they had to get the tow. And a like, tow truck came yeah. because she was trying to change the tire. But she couldn't because she was on like the sand and it was like going into the sand when she was trying to jack it up or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were kind of stuck. Yeah. So that that's uh that's four kids stuff under that so she had four at at like by the time Alex was born, she had four kids under the age of six. So at this time, if I'm five, Natalie's nine, Tom, you're seven, and Alex is three. Mm. So she had four kids under the age of nine. One of them is and grandma is uh, 60, uh, 66 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's not a mover. But this so. is 19, uh, you know, this is 1990, 66. It's old. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 90, yeah, yeah. 66 was old. Now yeah. 66 is nothing. <laughs> yeah. But she was, yeah, and she was, she had felt it. 
she was old but yeah she looked like uh you ever it, goonies the yeah. uh the fratelli grandma she looked exactly <laughs> throw like mama from lady. the train throw mama from the train i'm telling you she looked exactly like she that was lady brutal. she was a tough broad <laughs> she beat the hell out of matt with a hanger once it was awesome <laughs> and then he was throwing a pillow at me and he missed me and he whacked her right in the face <laughs> and she got a hanger and she beat went the to shit fucking town <laughs> And then she she died on my birthday. Fucking mm, me and her, me and her never got along. And then she got the shout out peg, fan of the show, listener of the show. <laughs> but uh, so Justin, um, I believe it's time. It's time. You want some? Yeah. So all right, everyone. Right now, it is time for the Jalen Dub question segment. Woo woo woo! It's the time of the show, everyone's favorite new segment, where Jalen Dub asks some random questions to our guest, Captain Jerkbeard Tom Laville. Jalen, uh, what do you got for some questions? Hi, Tom. What happens when you die? Mm. Wow, love it. What happens when you die? Yeah. Oh, I like the uh, the Keanu Reeves thing. If you've ever seen that, no, uh, what's that one? He says, I don't know what happens when you die. The only thing I know is the people that love you will miss you. That's a good answer. That's wow. a good answer. I have heard that before. Now you say it. Wow, dude. I'll he take did, it. He, I've seen a couple. He said one where it was like Drew Barrymore was like, I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. And he's like, no, because if you can't be, because if you love something, you have to fight for it. And I was like, Keanu, Keanu. He's like oh. one of my favorites anymore, oh. Keanu Reeves. Love him. Dude, apparently he's like a good dude too. And black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I will say this. I think when you he's die, I think your uh I think your uh spirit will stay with uh people that you love. I, I'm assuming that maybe it's within them and like that spirit is now like held on with them and it and it lives on through that. So I think you kind of get to stick is it around. Like a uh, Coco kind of thing. Uh, what, like a cartoon character watching over or something like that? Maybe well, no, like you know, Coco's like, like- they got the pictures. They talk about the people. They got the hacienda, javenda, yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, but I feel like there's like different uh, things that like you know, almost like you can kind of affect it, even though you affect someone's life, even though you're in the uh, the afterlife. And it might all be like psychological, but still, I think that counts. Yeah, that's true. You get a little bit of everybody who passes away. Nice. Hold a little. I hold them a little closer, even though they're not here. I like right. it. Amen. What else you got? Would you? <laughs> Would you rather be on the Titanic or the 28th floor of Tower One? Mm. I knew that question was coming and I still got blindsided by it. What would I rather be on? Oh, man. And on, is it? There is a nobility in not making it out of either. Is there, is it? Are you not making it? Or is there not? Choice is yours. Like choice you, you can, you can also, go down with either ship. You can women and children out of first it. apply to both well, I'm situations. I'm not going down with the with the fucking with the I'm building. The you go down with the ship. It. I'm not going down with the building. <laughs> I got no like I ain't the captain of the fucking building. Yes. You're <laughs> down not the, the fucking cello player. Go I mean, down. I got some quick legs, yo. I could get down 28 floors and I got a. Would you like quick. hop, right? Like, like those. At least it's the Titanic. You're kind of cruising. It's like, you know, you're maybe like alerted some to luxury, it. you know, of like your last couple days were nice, yeah. you know, instead of being at yeah. fucking work. You know, but what still, I mean? you're in the middle of the ocean. So, like, there's not like there's running to safety. It's like you run to a boat and then you're still floating in the middle of the fucking ocean. Apparently, too. There's like a Titanic museum, right? And in the Titanic museum, they have a like a sink there 
that they put the level the temperature of the water right that there was that the titanic would be it was like the exact temperature of what the water would be when if you drown like if you fell in the water next to the titanic right yeah. and they said no one can keep their hands in there longer than like 10 seconds it's that cold okay. it's like unreal cold imagine like yeah an iceberg floating next to an iceberg there was a man so drunk that he survived in the water for like an hour and 10 minutes or something like that. Wow. He was so drunk. And he's like one of the few male survivors. Wow, man. Well, you know, if Leo only knew, just tie one on, you know, jeez. Right. Just keep out. feeding me alcohol. And maybe I would do that. Like either you die and you're fucking wasted when it happens or you fucking your blood. Yeah. You can try to push to get on a boat on Titanic, but like it's a, it's a yeah. scummy move. Oh, if you're you dude, a boat. Wait, that's back when women and children yeah. first was at an all time high. <laughs> That's when an back all time high. high. Yeah. If you did, if you broke women and children, I don't first believe back that at all. Women were also men. I think they say that. But I don't yeah. think that's true back then. I think now is women and children first all time high. I think now, now you might have more people that identify as women or children. But uh, yeah. yeah, if it's women and children first, we're all fucking women now. But so I think they like try to live it up. But like, think about the shit that you weren't even allowed to do as a woman back then. You know what I mean? Well, that's and they're why they let go women and children yeah. first now. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. These people that can't do nothing. Yeah, yeah she we'll can't own that... property or yeah, take yeah. over no, my will no. or my. You inheritance. can stay on the boat, honey, uh, or on. The, on the titanic honey i'll get on the the lifesaver you know i mean yeah i got i don't know i mean children i think children first though i think that would be no matter what i think now and you're gonna need a couple adults you ain't gonna have a bunch of seven year olds they're gonna start boxing yeah. on that boat yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't know start fighting that well, what would you pick i'll take can i say this can i be honest i've never seen the titanic all the way through. The Never watched sinks, the movie. A couple people bang. You didn't miss much. Billy Zane yeah. looks great. I mean, mm. mine doesn't he look great? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to be on either. Yeah, like, I know. There's no. You know, there's no right there's answer. No right you gotta answer. Pick one, Tom. You gotta pick one. I'm. Conf- well, do I have a? I guess I. Your goal better, is to get out. To be honest, though, also a lot. If you pick the Titanic towers, because if you pick the Titanic then you even if you survive you're still living in like 1912 or whatever the fuck you <laughs> No, you get to go back to your regular time that's <laughs> no trapped cell phone you're not trapped in 2001 you they have that no, dude you're, you're still 100 year you know you're 90 years away from internet porn you know what i'm saying like come on who wants to live in that world you're uh, 20 years away from seeing an ankle <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right all so right. you're picking you have the to, towers you have I'm to pick towers. one you want more arms or more leg? Whoa, baby. You're arms. getting... Okay. How many arms. more do you get? I mean, that's choice is yours, but... Oh, okay. You got to pick one. Because three legs... I'm going legs all day. I've already got three. Oh! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so if you picked legs, right? Well, I guess... Because if you did something like six legs, then you're climbing everything. And if you you're can so work, fast, imagine how you fast you are with out. six legs. Are you it, faster with six legs or do you stumble more? Well, I mean, if, at you, least if four. you can do it like I'm a cheetah, small. right? Like, what if you had four legs and you could be like a cheetah fast? Or, like, think Definitely about it like run this. longer. If you had four <laughs> legs, you could be like, uh, what's a centaur, you know? Yeah. Because essentially you'd be half horse, half, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but then you could be like the guy from Mortal Kombat if you had more arms, you know? Yeah, Bro. but it's not like he has more Ds to whack, you know? It's just like you still only has one D to You whack. could cook a lot better with four but arms. you could get a lot more shit done, you know? You could type better. Yeah, you could do a lot more shit with four arms than you can four legs. Plus, when you're like doing like moving or like if you had to like 
hang something on a wall. You got some arms yeah, to hold, hold that, something. Hold that, there. Hold, like, that, hold that while hold I that. measure real quick. You know what I mean? I wonder I how good you'd be at fighting also. Oh, yeah. You, you know? go lower body. You go low left body and high right head. You'd be really good. They couldn't you. stop all the where the punches come from. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? If they're guarding their face, you're punching their body. Yeah. You know, there's nowhere to. Yeah, 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 and you got twenty fingers now. <laughs> yeah, and that's just that's just great. <laughs> All right, how many uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit models could you beat at a fight in one time? Hmm. And this is topical because we talked about hitting women earlier. Yeah, it is. I mean, I guess it depends on the Do swimsuit you get a weapon? model. We'll start from like nineteen eighty nine to like two thousand one. Well, isn't there a big? Didn't a big girl? There are a lot of tall broads in there. Didn't yeah. a big girl make? Yeah, it that's like here? that's like twenty nineteen. We're not going. I haven't All seen right. Sports Illustrated model. Since you're talking like you're talking like Kathy Ireland. Yeah. Right? How many how many Kathy Ireland and Brooklyn Decklers you think you could beat up at once? Oh my god, Brooklyn Decko. How many how many Heidi Klums you think you could bench press? Dude, oh. how many how many dude? Where is let's see Kathy Ireland? I'm looking her up. <laughs> she alive? I mean, yeah. I guess she is, right? I, would I haven't say, thought about her since 1992. I don't know. Dude, like, she was if in I were to get a hold of one, part, like if I were to knock one out quick, that would help. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the more you get down quick, because they're not like if you've always and like we're talking like fight question. to the death. Yeah. Like arena style, you know, like you got to, you know, they're going to keep coming. Until how big of down. a how big of an area do we're I in have? the Coliseum? It's like what people say with the chill. Like how many five year olds could you fucking murder at one time? It's like you're in the Coliseum. We're going to start throwing in swimsuit models at you. How many until oh, you? Oh, so I fight one at a time? No, until... no, no. They, it's, uh, yeah, you know, they we we let them out. We open one door and they start flooding out. And what you can take movie? as many as you can oh, take. Necessary roughness. I don't Kathy know. Kathy Ireland was the kicker. I'd have to see their sizes roughness. and stuff like that, but maybe... gonna be like five, eight, and plus. Maybe three. These aren't gonna be short women, but they are gonna be slight in, in weight. Three, maybe. But I'd have to take one out like quick. Yeah, that's the thing. They are lanky, so they can't just take you down. Two of them at once. It's gonna be hard to to prevent a shoot from i also don't think they're gonna have very much athletic ability but it doesn't matter the size is gonna get you but my blows are gonna be like devastated i'm gonna be devastated trying to at least you know kathy ireland smoke wonder what she looks like in what kind of height weight you got on kathy ireland from back in the day yeah what's the height what's her what's her reach yeah, what kind of reach she got? She is because I could take like 15 clones, but Ireland's five ten. It says Kathy Ireland's five ten. Damn, and she's fifty nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, any more questions, Jalen Duh? No, that's all the questions I have. All right, well, that was another nice rousing Jalen Duh. Random question segments. Love it. If you have any questions you want to send into the show, then tweet us at Working Peapod with any questions you might want to hear from old Jalen Duh. All right, so let's keep it moving. So uh, we left California and moved to the land of the free, home of the brave, Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Tom, what was one of the first things you thought when moving to Lansdale, PA? I'll say this, is that when I did live in California, when we did live there, I never really felt like, uh, like, I never felt like in place, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just feel like I fit in more on the East Coast. And I, I I felt like, I don't know, like I didn't have like a, I felt like I didn't have a ton of friends and you know what I mean? I just, I wasn't into it. And it's uh, more pale Irish kids here. 
Well, we lived on a busy street too, which sucked. So like you couldn't like go out. Like we had to like stay on our in our house all the time, and our neighbors were kind of weird. So we, you know, so I don't know. But I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. I felt like we moved here. We didn't live on a busy street. We could ride our bikes everywhere, and it was a fucking blast. But what did you feel when we first got to Land of the Free, Home of the Brave, Lance LPA? Uh, you know, I guess I didn't really know. I just um um was kind of excited about it i think you know like that we were moving somewhere else it was cool you know uh what time of year was it but we moved summer. in the summer because this would be my your... birthday is june 29th so we moved like the 30th i guess this, this would be yeah. both years first winter ever right i remember the well we had seen snow we like gone up to like we drove to like, oh yeah there's california, snow in california yeah, yeah, yeah and did like <laughs> our dad took us fucking sledding and we ended up in this like blizzard like yeah. legit blizzard and we're like stranded in this fucking like <laughs> so crazy my sister almost ran into a tree my dad like dove in front of the tree and my sister hit him instead of the tree or something like that well, do you also, remember that yeah she's also an idiot uh, yeah we, well, we were sledding in between trees the only good hill we could find yeah it's right? a good hill you just got to dodge these trees all right yeah. in scranton yeah. we sledded in between trees all the time yeah. okay you're not sledding between trees. What are you doing? Yeah. Another but, thing, too, before we get off of California, we were out there and my Aunt Linda came out to visit us. And so she came out to visit us and uh, she said, I want to have like my day with all the kids. I want to take them out. I want to have a day with each one of the kids, whatever they want to do. Right. Yeah. So she goes to me, Tommy, what do you want to do for your for your day? And so, like I said before, I was on a travel soccer team. A big thing would be when we went to Chuck E. Cheese. We won a tournament, and they said, hey, if we win this tournament, we're going to all go to Chuck E. Cheese, and it was like a big deal. We went there, and once you're there with all your friends, Chuck E. Cheese can be a pretty great place. So I was high up on Chuck E. Cheese, and I said, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Plus, I was really into – I was competitive, and there was an air hockey table there. And so I thought, all right, this is great. I'll get to play an adult at air hockey, and I'll get some real competition because I was pretty good at it. (laughs) So we go to fucking Chuck E. Cheese – and when you're not there with any of your friends, it is kind of lame. And so you're there with your aunt Linda. Next thing you know, I'm like, all right, let's play some air hockey. And she like really didn't want anything to do with it. She's like, we were playing and she was like letting me win. And I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. Like, <laughs> like I was hoping I was going to get some competition here. So then it was like, kind of like, all right, once it's going to be over with, then we go to the thing, we have some pizza. She like got me like a Chucky's cheese doll and we head home great day right that was nice thank you so much aunt linda like two days later i'm sitting in the living room and i'm watching some tv next thing you know matt comes running in the front door and what is matt wearing there j-dub oh wow mouse oh he's so much smarter mickey mouse ears she took him to fucking disneyland she took him to disneyland my other brother to Universal Studios and my sister oh. to Venice Beach. And I went to fucking Chuck E. Cheese. It was like a mile away from the house. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And like, I'm like, what the, like, what's going on? Oh, we went to Chuck E. Cheese. And my mom's like, well, Tom, you could have gone wherever you wanted to go. And I'm like, mom, I didn't fucking know Disneyland was on the table. I'm old you know what I mean? Like, what things cost fuck? money. Yeah. Like, I'm like, hey, like Disneyland is like a special place. Like it. It's like once a year you go to fucking Disneyland if you're lucky. It was awesome. And so (laughs) I'm like sitting there like, and then she like threw the dagger. And this was the dagger, J-Dub. She goes, Tom, you could have done anything. You could have like, you could have gone to the mall and had her buy you a bunch of video games if you wanted to. And that crushed me because (laughs) I knew 
the video games were months of it, yeah. you know what i mean it wasn't just yeah. the day i'd have I'd a have it bunch now. of games and i could yeah. play like all the time and i was just so fucking pissed off not a heads up from my aunt not a heads up from my mom like hey tom tom i know you really like chuck e cheese i know you think it's cool but you could go to disneyland you could go to universal studios you could buy 10 video games if you wanted to fucking yeah. It's also because yeah. you went first to the Disneyland. Was yeah, awesome. why did I even go first? My sister was older than me. Disneyland. Yeah, that's fucked what up. Sense that's that how they make? got you because so that you set the precedent. You're like, all right, take me to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. It's not that far away. Right. Well, fun. And then they're like, take me to Disneyland. You're like, fuck, I could have said that. Yeah. No. Disneyland I, was great. I remember. I'm not a selfish prick. Cafe, <laughs> you know what I mean? Went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride like a hundred times. <laughs> she got me the hat. I got a gun that dad made me get rid of because we weren't allowed to have guns as a kid, but then we were allowed to have guns. Awesome. Yeah. Big fun. Loved it. Great day. Thanks. Shout out Aunt Linda. Fan of the show. Listener of the show. So old Aunt Linda. Shout out Aunt Linda. So, all right. Well, very good. So now we are in Lansdale, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave, Lansdale, PA. Uh, we get here. What was your first impressions of life on the East Coast? It Couple was cool. East Coasters. Like, um, you know, it was different. Our cousins were over here. So we had like family over here. So that was initially like kind of cool. Like yeah. we were going to be hanging out with our cousins and we moved into our aunt kathy's house at first yeah. which is like not a big house i want to say it was like a three bedroom maybe one and a half bath and yeah. there was yeah. like us living there with that like it was crazy yeah um and so we were living there for a little bit and then we finally i guess settled on the house and we moved into our house and you know i remember the first night sleeping in there and like being like you know excited like it was like wow this is a new house like what are we gonna find in this house and stuff like that and uh we had like a lot more like freedom in this new house like we could go in the neighborhood and like do yeah. what we wanted to do it wasn't like you had to stay in this like fort that we had in uh yeah. before in we had California. to stay in like the yard like we yeah. couldn't be couldn't be going out anywhere yeah you know? now there's like a park down the street that we could just walk to the park or like the yeah. field yeah. and then there was like you know we had a big yard that we can run in and we could ride our bikes on the street without being worried about getting hit by a car and so like yeah. that was uh that was all cool stuff and uh then we went to uh you know introduced to catholic school in uh pa where the uniforms were much different you know yeah. you had to wear a tie and my sister had to wear a jumper which she lost her mind about like that she had to wear this jumper She's like it was the worst whiner. thing ever and uh i remember when we went to school initially the first thing that um i remember the curse words were a lot bigger out here Ooh, than they were in baby. california it was Everyone like right was away in the schoolyard it was words. like whoa like what are these kids what saying the fuck is going on yeah it was pretty uh yeah pretty yeah. nuts yeah we had a guest on the show previously that formed their own cursing club and it seemed like the whole east coast was the cursing club yeah you know? some of the curse words i didn't even know what they were saying i was yeah. like what is that I'm what's like, a jag off yeah like, wow that's pretty cool <laughs> and, uh, yeah and so and then there was like definitely when you move to pennsylvania like near the philadelphia area there's definitely like more of a passion for a lot of things but like especially like sports and stuff like that like yeah. out there it was like everyone's a casual fan there's no it's like nice real out. like die hard yeah. here it's like it just like as soon as we got here it was like 
we hate the eagle or we hate the cowboys like we love the eagle. like it was like yeah. whoa what's going like all right yeah we hate the yeah. fucking cowboys all right whatever you <laughs> that's know that's what everybody said yeah right away they were just like that like you were hit with that i was like they're like who's your football team i was like what don't you guys play soccer that's what we played in california it was soccer right <laughs> Everyone plays soccer. Yeah, you didn't know. You know what they didn't talk about? Like, I mean, yeah, football just wasn't a thing. Well, it was a thing, but it wasn't like over here where it's like legit a religion that everyone has to praise on, you know, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. We you watched like the Super Bowl and that was about it. You yeah, know what I mean? It's that. I don't even remember that. We weren't like raised with the team or anything like yeah. that. It matter. wasn't like there was football on every Sunday back then, you know, no. like, like we didn't have that. Yeah. But no, I'm with you. It was, yeah, I don't know. It was, but I remember too, another thing when I remember being a kid in California, when you sang, uh, Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Right. And they would like, man, that part where they're like, uh, they never let me play any reindeer games. Right. Like and then, Monopoly. Exactly. In California, they would say like Monopoly, but here they said like football. Right. And I was like, Oh wow. Yeah, look at that. Yeah crazy i don't know but yeah i'm i'm with you it was a little i don't know but it was a little more blue collar i kind of liked it though and i did like oh i didn't just like it it was just different yeah i did like the freedom of like you know and we were walking to school school. now it was like okay we're gonna walk to school and stuff like that yeah (laughs) matt's seven i'm nine this is like we're walking to school incredible yeah Yeah. the shit you get away with back then they would fucking, they would literally stone you if you made a kid do that in those days. They'd be like, are you out of your mind? That kid's going to die. He's going to cross the street by himself. No so way. I to school like third grade. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I was responsible for my brother. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Alex was walking in first. He walked all the way first <laughs> yeah. through whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone walks to school. It makes you a better person. Because like I have uh, two younger brothers who are 10 years younger than me. Yeah. And uh, they weren't allowed to do any of that. And you can tell. Yeah. Uh, Japan. Yeah. It did it, dude. It did add a little cut to your jib walking to school. Yeah. You could die any day. And your parents wouldn't find out for like seven to eight hours. Dude, I remember yeah. one of the worst beatings I ever got is when I came home without Alex. My dad, <laughs> like Alex told my dad that Matt didn't walk home with me. And my dad like lost it. Cause he's like, someone could kidnap your brother. They could take, I was like, why don't they fucking do they were big on, they were big on kidnapping. Yeah. They're like they're anti-kidnap. Like we were yeah. going to get kidnapped. Like they would, yeah, they would always quiz you. That like, was a thing so, back. Somebody offers like, you stuff. Fights on the way home from school and yeah, stuff. Too. That was, I had a, like, that was another thing, you know, like that wasn't happening in California. Snow, like not even like like there'd be fight fights, but then there'd be snowball fights and like a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on on the walk. You're free. From school. Yeah. It's pretty, but it's so it's much. Yeah. Gray. It's so much nicer once you're free as a child. You're sure. left up to your own devices. You learn so much. You have to find out from someone else what a douchebag is. Yeah. Plus, like explain it to first, you. You're like, I don't even know what a vagina is, but the, okay. First half of our first year. Our mom was home when we got home. And so she was like home when we got home. Then she got a job teaching. And then we were like on our own. <laughs> we got home. And it was like a couple hours before anybody was home. And we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my sister who's 11 and then 11, nine, seven, and uh, five, just in the house for two hours unsupervised every day. <laughs> I turned, yeah. yeah, I turned 10 and my mom sat me and my brother down. My brother was seven. And she's like, now, instead of going to that lady's house that I have to pay money to, you're just going to come home and Justin's going to watch you. 
And Brad, my little brother looked at my mom and was like, what? That's a terrible idea. <laughs> He's going to beat the shit out of me relentlessly for three hours until you get home. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Thank you very much. a lot of that. Please hand it me was. a key on a lanyard. Yeah. Dude, that was, yeah, that was, yeah, like, le- legit, you came home and, like, like, but if you needed to find, like, you, you, were, you were on your own getting rides places as well. You know what I mean? Like, if you had, like, baseball practice or football or, you know, soccer or whatever, if you couldn't walk there, you had to call a friend to get a ride or see if you could bum a ride. You know what I mean? We, uh, yeah. We had a like, dude in the attic for a little bit and he had a motorcycle and my mom was not cool. Like with us being on the back of a fucking motorcycle, but also she wouldn't be home. And I had to like get places at fucking 10, you know? Yeah. yeah. So like I'd get places and get home. He's like, how'd you get there? And I'd be like, uncle Jim took me. And she's like, how did he take you there? I was like, on the there? motorcycle. He's like, yeah. did you wear a helmet? I was like, do I own a helmet? How do you think I found a helmet and got a ride to football yeah, practice yeah, this morning? Yeah. Did you wear yeah. your football helmet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Plus two, your bike was your fucking, that was your, it was your horse. I live, yeah, you lived on your bike. I loved it. But all right, so let's keep it moving then. So we're in California, one, or we're in Pennsylvania. One thing they didn't have in California that we got into immediately when we got here was wrestling. And wrestling would kind of be the fixture going forward. So Tom had a really good wrestling career. Uh, he's a regional qualifier, which is a big deal. And he would end up doing pretty, pretty well in the old wrestling department. Um, and then, well, you know, we've talked about that enough, but I want to get into some work stuff. Well, what do you want to talk about for wrestling, Tom? Um, it's tough because I'm torn on wrestling. Like, I did not like wrestling. I didn't want to do it. I didn't really <laughs> like wrestling. No and um, I would say that I think certain people do. Like, I think Cabot is like a kid that <laughs> yeah. wants to wrestle. Cabot you know what loves- I mean? He's a weirdo. Uh, yeah, Hill is. looks like another kid that is a weirdo that yeah. wants to wrestle. Hill, Hill had he had, I don't know if he wanted to wrestle, but he had a, a fix where he had to hurt people. Yeah, and wrestling that's, allowed him to do that. Yeah, my brother falls into that category. He like needed to wrestle. My older Nick? brother Nick. Yeah, yeah. he we, like he we like wrestled with Nick. Yeah, he found out wrestling. And he was like, oh, they'll like let me hurt people. I was like, yeah, that's what the sport is. And he's like, yeah, yeah I really like this. <laughs> you remember Nick, Tom, Nick Billet? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's your Good older dude. brother. Yeah, yeah, he really likes certain people. Step brother. <laughs> no, step brother. Yeah, yeah, I remember Nick. Well, I've known him since I was like ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's how I cool. learned to wrestle. Yeah, Nick's um, good dude. He was on the LC wrestling, but uh, so well, there's another one, Deary. You know, he yeah. seems like one that would. Oh, Brian, Brian, yeah. especially <laughs> Brian has like almost like a borderline murder fix. Dude, those two, <laughs> I would. Those two would. Those two would just drink vodka and fist fight in my dining room. I don't know for like at like a whole summer. That's like what they did. Yeah. It's just Nick and Brian would just get drunk and beat the shit out of each other. They'd put, yeah. they do that cigarette forearm game. Oh my God. They're fucking weirdos together. Yeah. Well, so that's yeah. the thing is like, it is this crazy world wrestling is. And so, you know, I got pretty good at it, I guess. I wasn't like, the best but i was all right and uh it taught me a lot so then i'm like now torn when i have a kid like i'm like ah man i guess he should wrestle because it's like good for you but it fucking sucks and i know i'm gonna have to like force him to do it like all right buddy like no you gotta do this you know what i mean so sometimes that's a good thing but at the end of the day, it's there. There is, there is <laughs> but I like, love the sport. I still like, I do love the sport. Like I enjoy watching it. I like, like 
you know, the NCAA championships and stuff like that. And like, I can get into all that and I do know a good amount about it, but uh, I mean, it's probably changed a lot since we were younger, but there was, we were at a, like a good level of, of wrestling knowledge as far as like how to wrestle yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, it's a, uh, it's it a just, crazy fucking sport. Dude. There's it's so much, a there's a sport. lot of positives you get out of it especially in like the mental aspect of like you're like you went you can go from like i mean i don't know without i feel like without wrestling you could be a real noodle you know what i mean like as far as mentally you're not as strong and like you're physically you're not obviously not as strong like it helps you it helps develop you as a person a great deal and like the one-on-one you need like you know you do need that and you figure out you know how many glass maybe it awakens some things you didn't know about and it can provide a self-confidence and things like that there's a ton of positives but also there's i mean it's fucking nuts it's fucking nuts for it sure sucks. the grind it's, sucks yeah. it's like oh man this fucking practice is brutal and it's every day every day is brutal like and that's kind of, I guess we'll get into it later, but that was the beginning of the, uh, the the wrestling thing. It's funny, great life lesson I learned from my first match. So before you wrestle a match, you get very nervous. It's so I don't nervous. care who you are. It's like, especially your first one, you get very nervous before the match. You're like butterflies. You don't know what's going to happen. You feel like you're going to throw up. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're going to throw up, yeah. yeah, so throw up whatever. So I'm like, there's my first match. And I always just kind of bottled it up and just sat there like, all right, here we go. You know, just wait till the match comes. Wait till the match. Yeah. And you wait fucking hours. And so you're sitting there How waiting you for do, this like, match. As a parent, like, like dad watched us go through that knowing like we had had to be like I, like i was seven you were nine like i don't think no, he was that good dealing with <laughs> yeah parents but, like, like but he yeah. saw us like like because i wouldn't talk i was like so like you're just beyond nervous but i don't right? think he knew like how to help through that situation because i think he struggled with it yeah that that's what sense. i'm saying but like he no, struggled like with him it personally. He would be all butterflies and stuff like that, too, that he would not know how to, you know, get through it. If that makes sense. You just kind of do it. You know yeah. what I mean? It is what yeah. it is. He would just say, through. like, once you get out there, it goes away, which is true. But still. Yeah, but you sucks. don't like you don't um, like maybe keep you preoccupied with some other shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get there and be like, all right, this is but it's just like this looming thing. You wake up, you know that the match is yeah. that day. You know you gotta go. You know you're doing this, you know you're doing yeah. that. And it's like, oh, here we go. Like yeah. I go fucking fight this kid. So uh either way, first match, I'm sitting there and I'm like gonna fucking puke my guts out. Finally, the match comes after a couple hours, go out on the mat, and immediately when I look at the kid, I go, I'm gonna pin this kid real quick. And so next thing you know, blows a whistle. I pinned him in like five seconds. I was like, this is, you know, and it was over. And they're like, the weight is lifted. And it's like, yeah. oh, like that feeling after you win the match and it's over is like, like yeah. the best feeling because it's, it's like, pop. thank God. So what the lesson was is that sometimes in your mind, you can build these things up to be this terrible, like, oh no, what's going to happen? This is going to be so like, you're scared or whatever. And then when you get there, it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. True. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, I can crush it. So that's one of the good things about wrestling. It gives you that, that like those life lessons to, to have. So yeah, that's what's tough. You know, it's a fucking tough sport, man. It really yeah. is. But so I respect the hell out of it. That's why I guess I enjoy it. But I fucking hated it, too. I did not want to do it. I had to do a lot of weight loss. I mean, if we get into my weight loss stories later, I mean, I lost 
double digits multiple nights in 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 my senior year of high school so they were the worst maybe that we'll get was, back to that later that was brutal stuff brutal 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 stuff yeah uh dude i mean yeah you're not wrong it does it's the mental preparation is there and it's and it's good it is good for you but yeah it is what it is what are you gonna do but i was a lazy kid i was like i don't fucking feel like doing this you know what i mean <laughs> also dude i'll tell you this right like I still can't, like, I don't, I still, it's, I don't know if it's tough, but I, I'll get, like, nervous if we listen, if I listen to the Rocky soundtrack. <laughs> I still get, like, that feeling. a little feeling. tense. Well, dude, it was every time. hearing the bells? Every, well, eventually every I got match, to a point it was, where I was. Eventually we did it so many times that, like, it was like, all right, I know how this goes. Kind of yeah. Well, you yeah. know what it was? Yeah. I think I was really, like, scared. Part of me was of how tired I was going to get. You know what I mean? I knew how exhausted I was going to get. Like when you're in a full, when you do a full match, you are exhausted after it's all. You can't explain it. You think like, it's not like the toughest thing ever. It is. And like, I remember like, and we would run, I mean, I could run 10 miles. No problem. You know what I mean? Jumping rope. I do fucking a million push-ups, sit-ups, blah, 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 and I'd be walking off the mat and I can barely even grip my hands. That's how tired I was. Yeah. So it was like, you know, it's just like this crazy thing that it, it's like you knew that was coming and you're like, all right, you just got to like be tougher and get through it. You know what I mean? So yeah. eventually you get to the point where your uh, stamina and stuff like that is good enough where you know you're going to be through the match like no problem. And uh, that's when I guess you start to have a little less like you that you can check that off as something you don't have to worry about. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's a crazy sport. <laughs> so, all right, I want to get into a little work stuff. So, we'll start with some jabs. Your first couple, you worked at Trav's in a place that we've talked about, Travis Pizzeria, and then you've also worked at a place we've talked about on the show before called Casa de Meat. Yeah, so, I bust, what, I, I bust, yeah. Uh, bust tables and wash dishes at both places. So I was a yeah. bus boy and a dishwasher. That was, uh, you know, my first, I guess I was a freshman in um, high school. As soon as I could get a job. I got yeah. it. They were like, you turn 13, you can get working papers. And then I did. So that uh, was it. Mine, I, when I worked at Casa, I was in eighth grade and it was all under the table. I didn't yeah. need working papers, which I was like, fucking fine with me. Well, you Travis I mean? was the first place I worked and I, I needed the working papers. Yeah. And then eventually uh, we would go to, dude, and I don't know, I don't know what your experience was, but I fucking hated it. We worked at, I worked at Dairy, we both worked at Dairy Queen, but you would work at Dairy Queen and our sister had worked there before us. Which one? The, the one, one near Yum Yums? Yeah, the one next on to Yum Yums. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I knew but, the owner. Yeah. The owner was a great guy. This Joe. guy named Joe. Yeah, I knew really the one who him. owned the great other one dude. by the high school. He was a great guy. I wonder how he's doing now, but he was a really, uh, really, really good, good guy. Really um, good guy. You know, it was tough then at that point because we had the job, but this is after dad is sick. And so there was the, the big problem was getting there, you know, so it was always hard to get there. And uh, we always had to try to get a ride or something like that. And our dad was having seizures all the time. So we were late a lot. And then, uh, you know, it was all right. There's a lot of girls that work there. So that was cool. I liked, uh, you know, some of those girls in the summer. Um, I worked uh, all summer there. I think I worked the whole summer and had one day off the one year. And then um, 
What was I going to say? And then uh, I went to a concert on that day off and I had a nitrous balloon for the first time and it clicked. Hey, we have a nitrous tank at the back of Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> so then I spent the rest of the summer doing nitrous at fucking Dairy Queen. So <laughs> that was, that was Must brilliant. Must have been tough to take an order. No, it was after work. We went, I wouldn't be doing it while I was working. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, God, the girls that I worked with there, I don't remember much, but I don't remember being blown I forget away. their names but there was a couple hot chicks that i was yeah i don't remember it for me but i honestly i didn't work that long i hated it i absolutely hated it because i was used to like the restaurant casa where it was like you know you could grab some food like a bread or whatever if you wanted or a drink and there it's like they were so anal about like you know everything <laughs> and, i don't know it's and it was also it was a check and it wasn't cash and i was used to cash and i was like fuck this check <laughs> i want cash Plus, I mean, have you ever seen Matt work at the, you know, it's like the the files are in the computer. <laughs> I'm trying to go through. You really want to? All right, 3,000. All right. <laughs> so then, okay, you left DQ and you worked at Citizens Bank. How'd that go? Um, I think, well, you know what's funny is like after we were working at Dairy Queen, probably was there till like, I don't know, 16 maybe? I don't know. And then I forgot to put this on there, but we were working with our dad for a little bit. We were cleaning out houses. Yeah. So yeah. our Uncle Chaz would buy these houses and people were evicted and we'd have to go in and like gut the house of all the stuff. So like there was like crackheads living if in If you ever house. seen yeah. the houses... Like when you go through the yeah. row homes that got boards on the windows, that's what we, we can't would get do. back in. Yeah. yeah. So we would get in there and like we were using power tools and we were boarding up the stuff and like we would have fucking trash bags full of garbage, like, you know, crack pipes and fucking porn Pills magazines and, and whatever. Mattresses. Yeah. And just like shit everywhere. And so we would throw it all out and uh, then board up all the windows. And I mean, we, this is, is not in good neighborhoods. We're talking yeah. like you know we, shitty neighborhoods we and had so, like a thing too like a setup where like like our dad had put a gun in the bottom of the one tool bucket and he had had a gun on him on him and then also we would bring our rottweiler and, and the, the rottweiler, rottweiler would, would sit at the posted door up out front in, yeah at the door and if anyone came up the rottweiler would go ape shit and yeah. everyone's like yeah all right this ain't gonna work yeah. And then he would told like you know, and then we were just like it was it was disgusting. That yeah, house. Was right. Right. was it? It was what? ours. Yeah, oh, what's his name? Yeah. Lizzie. It was a, her it was a girl. Was, her name was Lizzie. She was a vicious dog too. We were not good. We were not good dogs. You were not close with it. No. Well, we were, we were kids. Not. We didn't know any better. Our I had two German shepherds that yeah slept in my bed every night when I was a kid. Not, nah. No. <laughs> no. Lizzo no. didn't sleep in your bed with you. No. Lizzie not. was there at the house. We'd let her out in the yard, and then we'd let her back in, and you know, feed her. I knew when I was a kid. I knew people who had dogs like that, like dogs that couldn't be around kids. Uh, a friend uh, of the show had a kid like that. I had a dog like that. Dog was wasn't like biting anybody. It was no. just, it, it was well vicious. trained, but like it wasn't, it was a lot, like it, it was kept in the basement and trained in German. Like I knew yeah. a couple of people had like German shepherds like that. And I was like, yeah. okay. It wasn't yeah. like we were taking her for walks. We couldn't. She drug us through the mud one day. Like yeah. we were little and we were like, let's take her for a walk. It rained. And literally we come back covered in mud because there was a poodle on the other side of the field that she wanted to kill. Uh, and we're like holding on and like, you know, it just, yeah. it was tough. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that then, was us trying to figure out how to fucking yeah. raise a Rottweiler at nine <laughs> and seven years old. Dude, you know what I mean? I remember. Like, we didn't know what we were doing. No, I remember one time if you brought another dog around 
forget it. But one time this dude comes up with this girl selling Girl Scout cookies, comes up to the door and he has the dog with him. Right. And as soon as like we like open the door, my dog and Lizzie runs out and bites the other dog in the neck. And I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> you know, dude. And she would like run away to chase. She her, would like... run away every day. Like we, the door would open and she'd be out and she'd be yeah. gone. And we'd be like, <laughs> shit. And we'd have to like run after her. And we're like, the dog's out. The dog's out. Go get the yeah. dog. <laughs> like we legit like. And so like the dog would be out. And I'd like sometimes it was like, you know fucking herding cat like i don't know like yeah. it was like like you know like the things where they the the cattle comes out and they had to like rope it and get the thing and tie it up <laughs> like brutal. literally like i remember running down the street sprinting and i'm like catching up to her and i like dive on her get her and like tackle her and was yeah. like all right i have the dog and like grab her by the collar like we got to get back to the house we got to go to school <laughs> she had a, ch- a chain choke collar too that's how yeah. brutal it was and like dude there was one time where we went to uh, we went to Thanksgiving at my uncle's, and we had let we had like a, a cage on the side of the house that she stayed in in her doghouse, right? And it, she broke out of her pen, we called it, and she chased a jogger across the street, <laughs> and the jogger had to jump onto the on top on of an, a car, on a, top of another car. <laughs> And then the police were called and the police came and it took four tranquilizer darts to put her down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember coming that back and like awesome. our hockey net was covering up like a big hole <laughs> on the thing. I was like, well, who the fuck put my hockey net there? Yeah. And we're like, don't know that this is insanity. You know what yeah, I mean? Like all our neighbors are probably like, what the fuck is going yeah. on at that house? Sure, all yeah. the, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We just think like, oh yeah, our dog, you know, huh? we had dogs couple- will be dogs. We yeah. lived in a, uh, lived in a small <laughs> twin a small twin and had uh, a five foot, 830 pound German shepherd who could leap a six foot wooden fence and would go two houses down to fuck this other dude's male dog. <laughs> wow. Like prison yard. Three times dog? you had to be like, your giant gay dog is fucking my dog. Can you please <laughs> stop this? And my father no longer lives there. So I'm the man of the- I answer the door like, yeah. hello? And it's like, your dog is in my backyard fucking my dog. I'm like, I'll be right there, sir. Sorry. Yeah. Can you yeah. come and get there, this and queer like, shepherd out of here? To us, like, I'm a kid, like, about the dog. And I'm like, dude, what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> legit, the dog I wasn't bigger more than, than we yeah, did. I wasn't yeah. bigger yeah. than that dog. I'm 10 years old, man. Like, sorry, I'm trying to get the dog. Like, you know, talk to my parents when they get home. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can wait four hours for them to come home. I told somebody this story not too long ago. That same dog I'm talking about, um, our VCR stops working. My mom, like, loses her fucking mind, right? Because she, like, records her fucking shows, you know? Why isn't the fucking VCR working? Takes to a shop, goes to get it repaired. They open it up. There's, like, crystallized urine inside someone's pissed inside the vcr she comes home she sits us all down as children and goes which one of you fucking assholes pissed in the vcr <laughs> and we're all like i love the vcr it yeah, plays yeah. masters of the universe it plays who's harry crumb yeah he's my yeah. Who Framed roger rabbit i need Whatever. the vcr i'm just yeah. as upset turns out we figure out like a week later because baron pisses in that same spot but the vcr is gone he's tall enough to piss directly into somehow the like the tape slot oh into the fucking Your dog fucked the VCR. Your dog fucked the VCR, didn't it? How also, long? How long was he pissing in there till you guys noticed? Like it stopped working, and I guess it like had dried. And somebody, whoever my mother took it to, was like, "There's pit, like dried piss in here." Well, that's <laughs> the that's what the sign says, right? It's 
be kind piss in this vcr <laughs> 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 my god all right well either way so all right so you're working at citizens bank how did that go you didn't well work so then long. well like we were there for a while and then like say, how we, old were you and they let you work in a bank no no no. this was later okay. you know this was after like we were doing odds and it's like that's the thing like we get into high school and then like my you know probably like senior year junior year whatever it started to get wrestling started to get pretty serious like really serious like the schedule was ridiculous my senior year of wrestling was we'd wake up and we had morning practice before school school started at what 7 22 or something like that so we'd have morning practice at 6 a.m right then we'd have to go to school we go to school then we have practice after school then we have practice then we get home then we would drive to lehigh (laughs) to go to wrestling practice later at night and then we'd come home we'd get home at like i don't know 11 o'clock at night and then we'd wake up and do the same thing the next morning and this was for like four months straight like this was like for a long period of time i mean it just fucking burned us out and i was just like dude i I like didn't think about it then but i was just like i was exhausted i was hungry as shit i was thirsty and you know how am i supposed to get any fucking homework done when this is all going on you know what i mean not to mention we have the most fucking brutal workouts ever. You yeah, know like what I mean? Football fucking sucked, but they fed you like maniacs because they yeah. wanted you to bulk up where you guys are the opposite. Like work twice as hard as the football kids. Oh, and don't fucking eat. Yeah. The not eating you get used to. It's when you can't have water. That's water that's is really bad. <laughs> yeah. No drinking is rough for uh, a couple days. If you have yeah. to do it and you're working out. <laughs> good fighters don't deserve water. Or no, that's uh, good fighters don't need water. Bad fighters don't deserve water. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, so, so then, then uh, I you leave. Would, you would get so, through high school and stuff. Going through high school. And that um, I get, you know, I was like, all right, let me get a job. And I think my sister was working at Citizens Bank. And so I uh, applied there, got the job at Citizens Bank. And I started working as like a teller for uh, for a little bit at, yeah. the, uh, at the bank. How old but, were you there? Uh, maybe uh, half a year or so. How'd you like it? It was boring. You know, it was cool. Like I wore a tie to work every day. Like it was kind of professional, I guess, you know, um, you know, I like math. So I was doing it, but like a lot of times you're just sitting there, you're waiting for people to come give it, you put it in, you, you know, account for How it. How filthy and, is money? Like did your hands I mean, feel filthy afterwards? Like, you know, this is like pre hand sanitizer. You know <laughs> oh. what I mean? Like oh. it wasn't like anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I guess it was pretty nasty, but I didn't really think about it back then. You know, I was just basically getting high every night, yeah. trying to wake up, go to work, struggle through work, uh, you know, wake up and uh, do the yeah. same thing over and over. And you then, know, I was getting a paycheck. That was cool. Yeah. And then on the weekends, we go to parties at uh, college. Yeah. And then then after you left Citizens Bank, like I know you worked in restaurants before, but then you would work at this place in JW. You probably remember it. The Ground Round. Remember the Love Ground Round? Fucking loved, loved the Ground, ground round. round. Had a TV, like a projector screen, had a mini yeah. arcade. Oh, Ground Round I was I think great. my parents got thrown out of there one time for getting drunk and into a fist fight as a child. And I nice. loved the Ground Round. Didn't Is that when they the weighed round. the kids and you paid yeah. like their weight? Pay your weight. I wonder our dad would have us cut and wait to... <laughs> dude but so you're so there's a big difference when working in a, in a restaurant as like a you know 13 year old bus boy as opposed to now you're like a 19 20 year old waiter right there's a right. huge difference so this was kind of like 
your first kind of dive into the restaurant industry as a pseudo adult. Is this the Montgomeryville ground run? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Were you there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How? Uh, yeah. I, do, do you remember when it died? Because when did it go away? I wasn't there when it died. All right. Um, it was dying when I was yeah. there. Believe me. It was a crazy fucking. Life. By the time you were working there, I don't like. I remember going there in 1995. Like that's the memory I'm speaking of. Like by the time yeah. you're working there, it's probably. I met a lot of cool people there. I um, the stories you would tell me. Was gonna say like because Mike remember, Kelly got me a job yeah, there. He also Mike. got me the job at Travis. Uh, great dude. Yeah, Man he was show. cool. Um, and then who else would work there? Uh, there was this one kid I forget his Didn't name. Didn't you like? He was like. Cool. I don't know. I remember you telling me the stories like when we, when we were when we were working at like Casa and you were working at Travis and stuff like, you know, like those were just like normal spots. This place had like a bar and shit got kind of nutty. And I remember you telling me like I, the, the restaurant, like you like going to a restaurant was still very like a big thing. Like and then you started working in this place. I was like, oh, this shit goes on at restaurants. And the stuff you would tell me, I'm like, oh my fucking god, this <laughs> is you know. I'm trying to think of like what was like the nuttiest shit that happened there, but like it was just a mess. So when I like look back and I think about that place, like it was there was, there was just really no real leadership. Everybody was kind of just like the like the general managers there were just smoking chain smoking cigarettes. You could still smoke inside at that yeah. point and yeah. uh, and playing like the uh the touch tunes game or um they had a game uh miss pac-man yeah that was pretty yeah. popular but yeah. uh it was good because i made good money and i had like good cash you know afterwards like when i was leaving i was like always making good money and so i was like all right this is cool like i'm paying the bills uh still i think my license was suspended at that point so i didn't have a car so that was kind of pain in the ass so getting yeah. getting there yeah was kind of rough um trying to think when did i move to maybe that was it I'm trying to think and we were partying every night at the house like we were partying yeah. every night at my house so yeah i wasn't 21 yet i think i was like 18 or 9 i think it might be was 19 when i was working there yeah and i worked there for like you know probably about like a six months or something like that or eight months or something okay. and uh had some good times people would party afterwards yeah there was some uh young ladies that worked there that were pretty cool too and uh yeah, pretty, pretty you know cool. i think i was still trying to to figure out my 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 stuff you know what was going on where i was headed and what sure. i was doing I was just partying so nonstop. You would, uh, yeah, part. That was a big party time. Plus, too, it's like you know, God, being that age too, and like partying and just like days and days and days in a row with no effect. You know yeah. what I mean? Like nothing. Like like if you if I partied three days in a row right now, I would legit fucking die. I would legit fucking die. And yeah. I probably want to kill myself because how fucking much I'd feel like shit. But back then, it was just like fucking party hard, work all day, party fucking harder. You know. It was just awesome. But then after you got done at Ground Round, you went and worked at, and I've talked about this place before on the show, and I actually clipped it, and it did well, but Okemo Mountain. So what were you doing at Okemo? And it's in Killington, Vermont. Is that right? No, Killington is uh, is another ski resort. It's, it was in Ludlow. Hey. Ludlow, 
Vermont. Uh, so, I mean, short story long, I had taken acid and I was at my mom's house. And this is after partying for about two years straight. <laughs> yeah. My mom's. I mean, we were partying like every night. And yeah. so my mom was like newly kind of single in the dating world. So she was like doing her thing and she was working a bunch of jobs and like yeah. just trying to like and going to school survive. Yeah. So um, I had taken acid and I was in like I was fucked up and my one friend was driving around. I'm like, how are you driving? Like, I can't see it. Like, I was like tunnel vision. Like, I couldn't see like, like, like everything. I was like, dude, like how are you driving? Like, we're going to crash. Like, what do you like? I, we got to get, I got to get back to my house. So I get back to my house and I'm just sitting there like, you know, like, what am I doing? So I just started like cleaning the house and I'm like in the basement. My mom comes home and she's like, so how was your day? And blah, blah, blah. She's trying to talk to me and I'm fucking like trying to play Madden on like the Xbox and like, I'm not making like, I'm just like trying to like get by like whatever, you know, like, and so at that moment, I just remember feeling like so ashamed of like what I was doing, like what's going on. I'm like trashing this house, like um, not like, you know, helping my mom at all or anything like that. And here's this lady that's like working all these jobs and trying to like, uh, you know, better her life and take care of these kids. And I'm like, just fucking off all the time. Yeah. So she like goes upstairs and like, <laughs> I had this, like, there's like this debate to to god and the devil are trying to get me to like join their side in my head right so i'm like debating like they're like well you know if you come over here you know you could get this this this, and that i'm like well that's a pretty good point devil you know that's like, well, god what do you have to offer over here you know and they're like trying to like yeah. give me so eventually i chose god and uh i decided to clean the whole house and like i cleaned it like spotless like, like i'm telling you like i took the drapes down and wiped shit off and like clean it like it was insane what i was doing and so I clean the whole house spotless and I wake my mom up at like four 30 in the morning. Like, mom, you're not going to believe this. Look at this. And she's like, what, what, what? And so I go downstairs and she like comes down. She's like, what did you like? What did you do? And I'm like, I cleaned the whole house. Mom, I, just, I cleaned the whole house. She's like, wow. Like, are you okay? Like, what is happening? You know? And so I'm like, nothing. She has I no. So then I like go upstairs and like, there's a room and I'm like, look, and then like, I pull, like I had a curtain set up and I pull back the one curtain and all my like, bongs and bowls and like all that other shit sitting there I'm like look i put all my bongs like right here and she's like oh my god she's like what if your cousins see that and i'm like oh yeah well that's why i have the curtain here you know whatever so i you know a couple days later my friend's like yo i think i'm gonna go up to vermont and work on this ski resort if you want to go and i moved out and i was like man i'm not like that was like my goal never to be a burden to my mom ever again after that day. So <laughs> I've probably been a little bit of a burden since then, but majority, I would say, no, I'm not a burden anymore. So that was the goal. So then I moved up to Vermont and worked on a ski resort as a lift jockey. And how'd that go? Lift jockey was cool. Um, you know, it was kind of my scene, you know, we were partying still, we would smoke weed. Uh, we hung out with these Australians that partied like maniacs um and uh we had the weed room and like I, that was when i was first introduced to vegetables i was out on my own and i started eating vegetables because it was free i remember you called me you're like dude i mean eggplant and zucchini and like all this stuff i'm like oh wow he's like oh it's awesome i was like yeah what the fuck is that i'm like yeah this isn't bad at all it's free so i'll eat it it was like vegetable soup and i was like vegetable soup before i was like ugh fuck that you know if there's not cheese and meat in it i don't want really, i don't want any of that crap you know yeah 
but uh, you're on your own, you're like, I'm fucking stopped. One thing that happened up there is I was doing a lift jockey and we had the high speed metal lifts. And so it's not like the most difficult job, but it is physically. And you have to be like on your things because people are sliding down onto the thing and you've got to like, what you do is they call you bump the chair. So it's coming around, you bump it. And then so that it's swinging back by the time people are getting onto the chair. If you don't bump it, it's just going to whack them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to hit them hard. <laughs> so I got four people on at a time. And so like this family's up next. I'm like, all right, you're up next. You got to get on the red line. And so then I bump the chair. I get the one family up. And so now you have like, you got 15 seconds to get on that red line. So they go down to the red line. I turn, I bump the chair. I look back and this fucking idiot is now going down in front, like joint, like on the group. And I'm like, don't go to the red line. Like I hit the thing. And I like, jump and i hit the fucking like the emergency stop i hit the emergency stop well it wasn't in time like i hit it take the tear comes by takes out this one guy pushes him he slides into the family knocks all them down and the chair whacks all these people and i'm talking a high speed metal fucking lift chair it hit this kid in the face the little kid and he's bleeding out of his face everywhere and he's like i'm sorry the 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 to do that for he's like i'm sorry i was like i told you to stay behind the fucking line you know what i mean like i was like dude yeah. like what are you doing and so like just totally not paying attention to anything so now there's blood all over the place you know <laughs> it ended up be okay just had like a busted lip like no yeah. stitches or anything like that yeah, just was a good amount of blood and what was funny is like the rest of the day people are going by there's just like blood like sitting because it's in the snow you know yeah, so like yeah. it wasn't the rest of the day but it was for a little bit and then eventually we like stopped it got a shovel and like all right let's clear this blood up <laughs> so everyone that goes on this lift isn't like this is a this is a terrible thing we're all gonna die yeah i remember um dude i remember uh i went up to visit you when it was new year's up there and uh it was a pretty wild scene but i remember um i was dating someone at the time and they were in college and i wasn't they'd come home from college and we had had plans to like go baby like not babysit but like we would be like the older kids watching the younger kids on like a new year's you know what i mean but it was kind of just be like us hanging out you know yeah and i ricky had hit me up the day before and he's like yo i'm going up to vermont do you want to come with me i was like bro i have like no money i have no job i have barely any clothes and he's like yeah dude he's like don't worry i'll pay just i want someone to come with me i don't want to ride alone and i was like all right i'll go with you like we partied the night before and everything like that and i didn't sleep and then he came and picked me up like bright and early. And then like we went and I didn't have a cell phone. So like my girl at the time was <laughs> like, where the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like didn't know where I was and like all this stuff. I was like, all right. So I went to Vermont and she's like, but what about the fucking New Year's party? I was like, eh, well, I guess that's not happening. You know <laughs> what I mean? And then, yeah. And I went to Vermont and I remember we had like a rager up there. That place was fucking cool. But um, and what, that's yeah. kind of what happened with mom too when like i moved to vermont i didn't like really tell anybody i was moving to vermont i just moved there yeah. <laughs> and then like a week later it was like tom lives in vermont <laughs> <laughs> what uh but didn't there was a thing they told me that they did like um where they the ski lift like everyone went down the oh ski, yeah like, that was cool with the uh the flares with the flares and so like everyone would get a flare and you would go to the top of the mountain and then like once you got off the lift you just light your flare and you ski down the mountain or snowboard or whatever you did and it looked like 
it was wow. like a uh yeah it looked like the a volcano erupting it looked really cool like and it just lit up the whole the whole mountain it was like pretty cool thing yeah. you know and you're all fucking high like everyone smoked weed up there and like drank <sighs> and whatever city. so yeah but it besides a- snowboarding and skiing which is awesome there was like really nothing else to do so once you like got past and i wasn't even 21 yet and like i was trying to sneak into these bars it's always a pain in the ass because i felt like a douchebag trying to get into these bars that like all my friends were going to but i wasn't 21 and like they're like oh we can get you in we can get you in but like then you're sitting there like all right am i gonna get in trouble you know what i mean like because like i can just drink at home i don't need to be here you know i don't want to get yelled at for for having a couple beers um but so we were like how long were you there uh probably like a season you know what i mean so like two months it was probably more like it was eh, maybe three three months um but uh yeah we were smoking like and that was one of the best times when we get to the bottom of the thing they would have us jump on a uh snowmobile and they would take us to the top of the mountain and be like all right you're working here and you would just snowboard down to wherever you worked and like i was high as shit i had like i think like my ipod or whatever at the time and i would just like snow down it'd be snowing it was really like this religious experience like just by like literally by myself on the mountain snowboarding down while it's lightly snowing everything's covered in snow listening to whatever sublime or whatever i was listening to and just being like this is heaven you know like this is great (laughs) so i i would suggest that it was a cool job uh it was kind of laid back laid back area vermont different people but kind of cool yeah all right so Tom, I know you're in Vermont now. We're at the store where you're in Vermont, but we've talked enough. Um, and you're coming back. You'd be coming back to PA. But what I want to do is we're going to have you on again, and we're going to finish the Tom Lavelle saga. Alex got four episodes, so you should at least get two. Oh, and uh, so, but I'm going to book you. Again I just kind of want to recap the first year and a half of the show again if we could do that you know I mean, like that would be great we've been asking I'll... for that for sure <laughs> everyone's been asking who's for the that. third guest Guest <laughs> <laughs> um, number four was yeah uh the the first three were burn pete and or burn jill and jay and then pete was the fourth and, and the fifth. lost episode of bach yeah and the lost that. episode of bach and then god oh jesus i was joking i really don't want to recap <laughs> all this shit um okay so then uh tom so yeah we're leaving off there of you being in vermont so when you come back on the show we'll start with you coming back to pa and living in Roxborough and go from there but before we leave i do want to talk more about the tom lavelle show so do you have another story or kind of thing that you can share with us that we can expect to hear on the tom lavelle show so the one day I was working and um, this guy called Kensington Rich comes in and he goes, Tommy, your kid uh, eat Cheerios? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he eats Cheerios. Sure. He's like, I got something for you. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. So he goes to his car, he comes back and he's got two boxes of Cheerios. He's got a fucking Cheerios and a honey nut tree. He goes, here, this is for your kid. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I was like, yeah dude, you don't have to buy my kid fucking Cheerios. You know what I mean? Like I can get Cheerios, but you know, you know, it's not a big deal. And he's like, don't worry about it. I got a guy. <laughs> I was like, what? A guy, a Cheerio guy. Yeah. I was like, all right. You know, like, thank you so much, Rich. I, <laughs> I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that so much, you know, so grateful for you feeding my child with these Cheerios. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I just have different stuff that goes on stories that I tell like that, uh, that happened that make me laugh. I, you know, we, we, without throughout the year, things pop up and we start debating them at the bar, kind of like on this show, when you say, what do you like better drumsticks or flats or whatever, you know, the question is, or we talk about a show or a movie or what's going on. And I just kind of do that on my show, give you, give you uh, my opinion on it and, uh, try to make you laugh a little bit. So that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Do you and have... hopefully you like it um you know and each episode you never know it might be the last one so yeah living yeah. on the razor's edge i like uh-huh. it we, I like uh, you'll like yeah. the show it sounds no, like it is good and like we said in the description of this episode there'll be a link so i highly suggest you check it out it's really really good stuff really big fan um but we're coming to the top of time tom so before we get out of here is there anything you want to say to the captain jerk beard fanatics before we get out of here uh i'm if you've made it this far i appreciate you listening and uh hopefully uh you know we can get the uh part two going uh part two of uh the tom lavelle saga but i appreciate being on the show thank you for letting me uh promote my show and uh it's been fun talking to you schlubs and uh you know i'm sure i'll be seeing you soon yeah yeah for sure yeah, I agree. It was good. This was good. It was fun. A lot of stuff, too, that we got into that I didn't even expect to get into, but it was good. You know, like, it was fun stuff. So, nice. All right. Well, very good. Jalen Dahoom. Uh, what do you got to say to the Dubination before we get the hell out of here? Well, I have to listen to the Tom LaVelle show when I go to work tomorrow morning. Hey, yeah. I think he's got, what do you got, like nine episodes up right now, Tom? I think ten. As of recording, well, and I'm posting a new one. Posting a new one once we get off here. I'm gonna post the other one. So I'll just start firing off my, my my opinions of it as I go throughout the. Make right. sure you subscribe, you... like, and comment, Justin. Show, JW, yeah. you're gonna have to find it on YouTube and the Tiki Talk. I can find it on YouTube. I can do it. Got it. Yeah. Tom Lavelle show. Nice. All right. Well, speaking of the Tom Lavelle show, this has been another episode of the Work Perspectives podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. Coming today by Jalen Duff, Justin Richardson, and Captain Jerkbeard, Tom LaBelle. You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work and Perspectives Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Work and Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Work and Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives.gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going, and we'll still be here, and Tom can do his part too. This has been another episode of the Work and Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s as in Sam, K 
is in Kite. O is in October. E is in Tom. B is in Boy. E is in Edward. L is in Larry. L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.